Welcome to the Dynamic Leaders Podcast. This is Christine and Colin Cernelia for the next episode of Behind the Seas. This week, we are going to be talking about marriage hacks. I thought this would be a fun opportunity for listeners to get a little glimpse into our relationship and just for us to talk about the things that keep our relationship special. Now, we did not share these marriage hacks with each other beforehand, so when we share them on the podcast, that is the first time that we're talking about them out loud, uh, so you can hear our real reactions to everything. Anything to add? No, ready to get into it. Cool. So we can kick off with one of my marriage hacks. Start off with a really, really small one. This is just something that we do for each other to show that we care in a really small way and are thinking of each other. And we started doing this a few years ago. I don't remember what spurred it, but I remember saying that I heard other people did this and I thought it was really cute. And that is putting toothpaste on each other's toothbrushes. So it's something so small, but when you're going to brush your teeth at night, you put toothpaste on my toothbrush as well. And if I get to the bathroom first for our nighttime routine, I will put toothpaste on both toothbrushes. Just a really small act that makes me smile every time I do it. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's a really small, but it's one of those things now where when I go to the bathroom, I expect it to be there. Yeah, and there have been a couple times I've forgotten, and you've been very insulted. <laughs> well, I remember it all the time, and I come to expect it. It's kind of I'm like being entitled now, but it's something that it makes me feel good to know that you're thinking of me, and I'm thinking of you. Again, I don't remember exactly what it was where we saw that or heard it, but I feel like we've been doing it now so long that I can't even imagine not doing it. Agreed. And it's something that I really like specifically because it's a small thing and when you're in a relationship for a really long time, it's those small things that can make a big difference. Just a thought that I've had since, like through the progression of our relationship. When we first met and started dating, it was so easy to be so excited over everything and we were always making plans to see each other and because we didn't live together, everything had to be very planned and very thought out and you would look forward to it all the time. And then once you move in together, you get married, all of that, things aren't as planned and they become less exciting. It becomes kind of your everyday. And I know that you just said that now you've come to expect me putting toothpaste on your toothbrush. So it is kind of an everyday thing at this point, but I still think it's something different that we do that is just special and a nice reminder that we are thinking of each other and making sure that we do things to keep the relationship alive and even though everything's not as your relationship never stays the way that it was when you first started dating mm -hmm. and i think this is just one of the little things that we can do to keep things fun yeah i totally agree i don't really have too much to add to that all right do you want to share one of your hacks Sure. So one of my hacks plays in actually a little bit to, I'll, I'll go with this one first because it plays in a little bit to what you just said. And it is being purposeful about 
creating quality time together. There's a difference between time together versus quality time together. And I know that it's really easy to get sucked into our day-to-days and we're super busy. We both work multiple jobs. We have so many interests that are similar interests, but we also have a lot of different interests and we have mutual friends. We have different friends. So just being able on a daily basis, like it's, it's impossible to expect to have quality time. Well, let me, let me say this. It's impossible to expect to have hours of quality time every single day, given that we have to work to provide for ourselves and there's other things that happen with whether it's with friends or family but when we're doing the toothbrush thing or when you have a sit down at dinner time and say one thing that we did to make somebody happy today one thing that somebody did to make us happy and one thing that we learned today those may not seem like big deals to people especially if you are just getting into a relationship and it is super exciting like you were saying earlier but on a day-to-day basis it just allows you to connect with your significant other in a way that's different than when you're texting them and seeing what's up and just talking about your day even that can get a little monotonous like well well, nothing really changed day-to-day but here's what I learned like it just helps you spice it up a little bit so being purposeful when you know that you have some time and sometimes like quality time is just sitting on the couch together and watching tv like it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be doing something crazy or something expensive or something super time consuming but finding something like we sit on the couch a lot and play jeopardy and that's really cool to me and it's i consider that quality time versus I guess that's a little different than watching TV but it is sitting on the couch and not really doing anything but we are playing a game together so I think that one of my marriage hacks just to finish this point out is be purposeful about your time it doesn't need to be three four hours on a day-to-day basis but find little moments find little things that you can do on a more regular basis And that will just allow the quality of time that you spend together to really help support that relationship as it grows. And as some of that excitement just naturally dies away because you are around each other all the time. Yeah, I love that. I actually want to touch on one of the things that you brought up for our ways of spending quality time together and being intentional with our time. And that is the dinner conversations. So... Dinner can be something that feels almost like a chore because you have to do it every day. And if you're like us, we cook in all the time and you have to prep the food, eat the food, do all the dishes afterward. And, you know, I want that to be instead of time that we view as kind of a chore, time that we can take advantage of. So I love having a conversation where we have outlined kind of points that we go over every night and just asking each other three questions like that can spark a lot of conversation and keep things way more interesting than just saying how was your day today or what did you do today so I love doing that and then the other way that I make dinner time kind of special or we make dinner time kind of special is when we go for walks together after dinner 
now that's kind of hard because it gets dark so early and no one really wants to be walking around the neighborhood in the dark and in the cold. But when we do that and leave our electronics behind and just focus on enjoying the outdoors and enjoying each other's company and having quality conversations, those are some of my favorite moments that we spend together. It's nothing fancy. It's just connection. And I think that is really imperative to what we do. Um, just making time for those little moments like that. Cool. What you got next? That was one of mine, but I know I have a few more than you do, so I will share another one as well. So this one actually kind of goes back to the toothpaste on the toothbrush <laughs> point, and that is that you do a lot of the housework. You have a remote job, so it's when other people who would be in an office spend their kind of downtime, like shooting the shit with each other, you are able to spend that time changing over the laundry, doing the dishes, sweeping the floor, like keeping the house maintained. And I know that just because you're able to do that doesn't mean that it's necessarily fair or that you like doing it. And I know that it can feel like a burden to you. So I do try to contribute when I am home and do certain things like I prep all of our breakfasts and lunches for the week. You do the dishes while I do that, but I try to take on the bulk of that work. And even little things like whenever you want a drink or you want a snack, I will go over and prepare that for you so that you don't have to get up and do it because I know you've been taking care of a lot of the cleaning and just housework. If you notice, most of the things that I volunteer to do don't actually involve cleaning. They involve making another mess. But I try. And I hope that you recognize that because I know that you recognize how much more you pull your weight on the housework side of things. And I try to make it as fair of a balance as I can. I think the important thing, though, to point out with this is we're not necessarily keeping score of who is taking care of more of the housework versus who's not. It's just like you said, a natural part of, because I work from home that I have the ability to do that in my downtime because I'm not surrounded by other people and I'm physically in the house. So if there's work to be done, whether it's on the house or whether it's laundry or cleaning up, I'm going to do that. But I think this is more just a reminder that everybody's circumstances are going to be a little bit different. So being able to recognize that and being able to see where you can help and maybe alleviate some of that burden, as you put it, I try to do the same thing. I mean, you are the one that drives to work each day and it's definitely not an easy drive by any means. So a lot of times when we go out, even if it's just to head over to the grocery store, I'm the one driving and it's nothing that bothers me and it's nothing that it's just I, I just do it because I know that you've done a lot of driving and I haven't done as much most likely yeah I like what you said about keeping score because you're right we're not doing this in the sense that we're trying to keep score like I washed the dishes five times last week and you only wash them two nights out of the week it's nothing like that it's just recognizing 
what your partner is doing for you and for your relationship and trying to do your part to keep that in more homeostasis, if you will. Yeah, I think it's just really important to point out that a lot of times when you watch movies or TV shows, when you see a relationship, you never see these parts of the relationship. They're not going to show you on TV somebody food prepping or somebody doing the dishes or somebody driving their significant other to the airport or to the grocery store because that doesn't make for compelling content. But for the large majority of people, unless you're super rich and you can afford to outsource everything, these are things that you do on an everyday basis. And to know that you have somebody who's at least willing to help out in any way that they can versus just literally putting the entire burden on you, that I think is really the important part of that specific point. All right, your turn. What you got? So this is my last one. I picked two, I picked two pretty specific ones that I think make a pretty big impact. And my second one is patience. I wonder why you need patience with me. (laughs) Well, so patience goes both ways. And I've definitely had to learn over the course of my life, but especially throughout the course of our relationship, that exercising patience is a lot more than just saying you are trying to be patient with somebody and getting all flustered and all upset about something or stewing in your own mind for hours about something. It's literally trying to see the other side, understand their perspective. It's it's a personal thing, so I don't want to say that you shouldn't take it personally because that's counterintuitive, but it's definitely one of those things that I've had to work on to get better at. I know I can still work on at times, but I know I've just gotten better at staying calm throughout situations where I would have been pretty irritated in the past. And I think the patience thing just reminds me, though, that, again, this is a long game. Like, if you're going to get upset with somebody because they didn't do something or they did something wrong or they didn't think of you or whatever it is, like, that's going to happen so many times on a daily basis that you're just going to burn yourself out. So having the patience to just work through whatever the issues are, and then patience can even lead to just like letting go of the situation as a whole because most of what you get irritated about you don't even remember the next day it's an in-the-moment thing and I just don't feel like it's really worth getting all worked up about I'm not trying to jump up my blood pressure any higher than it needs to be over nothing so patience is definitely something and I know if we're talking specifically about our relationship, obviously, I think I maybe was a little bit ahead of you in terms of, I don't know, what do you want to say, maturity when we first started dating. But it's not to say that you were a bad person or that you didn't care or anything. There was just a lot of carelessness and a lot of excuses because that's the way things had already always been for you and I think when you were able to change your mindset and at least show that you cared that helped me 
be a little bit more patient with some of the progress because it's like with everything else like you're a driver on the road and you think that you're the best driver on the road but you're probably making the same mistakes that the guy that you just flipped off has been doing the whole time you judge other people and you think of yourself as a finished product all the time when that's not really true so i've just had to come to the realization that i'm not a finished product i make mistakes too and just being supportive is probably going to make us both happier and get us further than if I'm not being patient and being frustrated all the time. Yeah. And I think an important point of that too is that a lot of people have a hard time realizing is like just because someone does something differently than you do doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm -hmm. So being patient through those situations is especially helpful. And I thank you for your patience because I know I am a human tornado and I was even more of a human tornado when we first met flying around doing a bajillion things and leaving things unfinished and making five new messes before I would clean one up and you are a very orderly person very rule driven and I don't like to feel boxed in by anything I want to do things when I feel like them doing them and how I feel like doing them so we definitely had to make some adjustments there but your patience has made a big difference and I do think it's very important in any relationship that you need to work that patience muscle well I think that brings me to my last marriage hack which is taking an interest in each other's interest so we have some shared interests but the things that we love the most, we do not have shared interests in. <laughs> you love to watch sports. We have two TVs on every Saturday watching multiple football games. We watch Yankee games. I don't know. I never watched a sports game before I met Colin. Like, not all the way through unless I was there in person. Like, watching a live sporting event, super fun. Being there, being with the crowd, being on my couch... I do not want to watch sports, so I have had to take an interest in football a little bit more. I draw the line at baseball. I just, I don't care. It is too slow. But football, I now even have a favorite player, Saquon Barkley, because I watched him play at Penn State and then watched him play on the Giants, so now I feel a little more connected to the sport, but I got interested in that simply because you are interested in it. Although I will say that I spend a lot of our sports watching time pursuing one of my interests, which is reading. So we'll both be on the couch and you'll be watching sports and I will be reading one of my thrillers most likely. So that works out. Um, and then you have taken an interest in some of my interests as well. So you always were into fitness, but not quite at the level that you are now, I would say. I make all your workouts for you, you care more about fitness, you used to just be into running when we first met, and... Well, I want to stop you real quick. I was only so into running because I couldn't afford a gym membership at the time. I've always really loved the fitness side. I think one of the, the bigger impacts that you've made is potentially on, well, not potentially, but I think one of the, the biggest areas of impact is the nutrition side that's where you've really helped me grow and find an interest and understand what I'm putting into my body what it does to me 
that there's good food that actually tastes good too. I didn't really have a huge palate before I met you, so I was always super into fitness. It was just more of an economical thing at the time, and I've been fortunate that you make my workouts for me now, and that's super cool. And I I have learned a lot through you from the more the fitness sense too. But I think my bigger learning curve, if I could just interject, was on the nutrition side. That's fair. I definitely bring a lot more vegetables into our lives. Although you still fight me on making healthier desserts. If you want brownies, you just want regular brownies. You refuse to believe that anything I make with beans or avocados in it or like sugar-free chocolate is going to be as good. But I swear one day I will make something with healthy ingredients and you're not going to know the difference. But I do love that we have been able to get involved in each other's interests. Oh yeah, another huge one. You love old people music like Bruce Springsteen and Tom Petty and the Eagles and I when we first met especially was really into electronic dance music very 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 different genres and I brought you to a couple of shows where you've had fun I think the Chainsmokers was especially really fun although that is kind of like a mix between a concert and a show to be fair and you have brought me to see the Eagles, Tom Petty, John Mellencamp, and Bruce like five times. Oh, and Bob Seger once, which are all people I never would have gone to a concert to see. Wouldn't have even recognized the fact that they were in town if I hadn't met you. And Bruce specifically has been amazing. Has it been five times? Maybe it's been three times. Let's see. Albany 2014. Albany 2016. New, New York. York. New Jersey, 2016, yep, Giant Stadium, so three times. Well, and in New York. Oh, right, Broadway, yeah, four so times. four times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully another time coming soon. Just needs to release some tour dates. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's been fun, and instead of just, like, letting your interests be your interests and letting my interests be my interests, we do allow for that sometimes. Like, I think there is value in having things that you enjoy separately, but I think it's also been really helpful to our relationship and just to us as people that we've been able to expand our horizons with the things that we each like. Yeah, I think some of those differences are I love history, you do not. You love to paint, I do not. So those are two things right off the top of my head, but we've been able to bleed some of these things and like you said, the music, sports and fitness, nutrition, but some of the other things stay a little bit more separately, but... You love to read nonfiction, mm-hmm. and I love to read fiction. I love to read fiction so much that it's hard for me to put a fiction book down for a nonfiction book, and you pretty much only get nonfiction. You're always trying to learn something when you read. I'm trying to, like, have a great time. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, I've read a couple books that you've recommended, and I do like fiction books, and... I don't know, maybe when I get a little bit older, I'll get into them. I've heard that happens to people, but I do just really enjoy learning. And Well, another thing, too, just like a quick little one to wrap, wrap it up here. You were such a city boy, as you called yourself when we met. You had never been camping. 
you didn't really go hiking and those were things that I grew up doing and I have said this before and I will say it again there is pretty much nothing I love more than being outside so I have dragged you into doing things like that to the point where I think you actually enjoy it now yeah super fun especially when we do it with John and Maggie so shout out to you too if you're listening <laughs> all right well unless you have any more hacks to add I think this about wraps it up I do not I think that's pretty much it on my end. So we had a few fun hacks in there and a few serious hacks as well, which I think just shows the good balance that you need to have in a relationship and in a marriage. Keep things fun, but make sure the serious stuff is taken care of too. Thank you all for listening. If you have any questions or want to follow up with us on any of these things, please feel free to reach out. I love talking about this kind of stuff and Colin might like it a little bit too. Sure.